So this is January 30th, and it's a rough day in the stock market. So I'm wondering what you're feeling and what you're doing today, if you notice that. And I'm going to talk about some tips. And I'm also going to talk about one of the most important things you need to do when you start to experience success in your business, life, or career. Let's get started. Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. So let's assume that you're, you know, you're a disciplined investor and even though markets go up and down or price of real estate goes up and down, well, well let's use that as an example. If, if you found out all of a sudden that the price of real estate had gone down and you own some properties, would you run out and sell them? And the answer is probably not. Hopefully you'd continue to look and if you saw some bargains, you might buy another. But when it comes to um, uh, stocks and even if you're buying REITs as, as I do and and you're into real estate, but it's invested through the means of the stock market, you, you, you start to hear things about the market going down, and you're tempted to check. And here's what happens when you do that. There's sort of a personal instinct, which, which has a lot to do with protection. So when you're in a community, if you were in a community thousands of years ago, and all of a sudden everyone started to panic, they started to collect their their as much food as they can, they were they were obviously anxious something was going to happen, and so they started to run. You would be overwhelmed by the instinct to follow them. There would just be this overwhelming sort of um, instinctual increase in adrenaline, and and you would be, uh, you know, you would be pushed psychologically to follow along because it would, in the end, it would probably help you survive. Unfortunately, when it comes to today and it comes to investing, if you follow that instinct, and that's it's a very powerful one to be able to overcome with thought and rational thinking, it's it's very difficult to stop that. So today, if you're driving in your car or you're you know watching the news tonight, you'll you'll see that there's been somewhat of a drop in the in the stock market, and I'm not sure exactly the number right now. I think we're looking at. Uh, you know, hundreds of points, which isn't crazy, or it might even be only a few points. But in the end, it may have really affected your portfolio, and you're tempted to look. So the first thing, obviously, is don't look, uh, The set, unless you're thinking of buying something. The second thing you, you want to think about is you want to think about your long-term goals. If your long-term goal is retirement, and you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, or even 70s, you need to realize that that you have to think about that long-term goal, that things go up, things go down. You also want to look at what seasoned investors do, such as Warren Buffett. And if you look at what Warren Buffett will do in, in during these times, the answer is he probably doesn't know it's up or down or he doesn't care um, to the point where it's not going to affect his behavior other than perhaps if there's a significant correction, he may buy what he's been following or has been wanting to buy for some time. And that's really what the, the advice would be to you, would be to simply don't do anything and, and, and just be aware of that um, sort of instinct to sell, the instinct to run with your neighbors when the market drops. And part of it today is motivated by the virus in China and what that may do to their economy. 
Um, read in the, uh, the Nova Scotia papers about how the the issue in the uh, the sort of quarantines happening in China is affecting the lobster industry because Nova Scotia and Atlantic provinces they export significant amounts of lobster uh, year round to China, and with China shutting down their um, their flights to certain areas, they're they're unable to ship them, and so the lobster that were in live pens ready to be shipped live now may have to be processed, and they're trying to think of starting up some some of the factories that they shut down in the off season out on these coasts. So it's 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 a it's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a, a sort of far reaching challenge when it comes to managing that. Now when you look at you know what is what does the virus in China have to do with a REIT located in Canada or a REIT a real estate investment trust located in our country? Uh, probably not anything at all, but it's part of the overall market. So what I try to do when these things happen is is look at you know companies that I love and if they should happen to get called into the whole downside and the panic of selling, uh, it might be an opportunity to buy. So just be aware of it. Be aware of that instinct that will kick in and that instinct that will make you want to pull the trigger. And that's the other problem that you now with the computer and self-managed accounts, you don't have to call up your broker. You don't have to, back in the day, that's what we had to do. Now you simply have to go on and, and click a few buttons and you're in and out of our company. So take your time and, and please uh, think twice before you make those decisions. The second part of this podcast, which really was uh, was something I was motivated to do, is, is helping you understand some of the difficulties with coping with your success. We talk a lot about, you know, startups and how hard it is and, how difficult it is and people keep throwing barriers in front of you or or you, you you keep looking for for the next opportunity with your with your business um and then you you find success and through your hard work it could be your career it could be in a relationship with your family it can be very difficult to cope with that success um if you're particularly if you you're, you're really focused on handling crisis or you're good at working through difficult times. When, when you have success, it's a really hard thing to begin to understand and how to manage. And just like most things in life, it comes with practice. So what you need to be able to do is uh, consult with your coaches or your family. And as you become more and more successful, what you want to think about is that internal strength of confidence and the continual need for humility and all those other areas you're not very good at. Because what will happen is you'll become very good at one or two things, but you need to realize that doesn't mean you're good at everything. In fact, it means you're probably not very competent in most things. And that's okay, because you want to become exceptionally good at the one or two things you are exceptionally good at. If you don't continue with that sort of humility, and, and you don't continue with that sort of self-awareness and self-understanding, what ends up happening is you start to believe your own stories. And you forget one of the early lessons I talk about, which is the random chanceness of life and investments that, you know, you want to increase the likelihood. Uh, it's not just a coin flip. If you can, you know, increase that through your study, your research, your hard work, then you have a better advantage to being successful. But you have to realize there still is randomness. There still is a chance that you will, uh, something will fail. However, if you enter a completely new arena, uh, let, let's assume for a moment you're exceptional at your profession. Let's say you're an engineer. You're an outstanding engineer and you have a consulting company and you're able to, let's assume you're consulting to build roads and bridges. Very successful. Everything's wonderful. 
And then someone presents you with an investment opportunity that's totally out of your realm of expertise. Sometimes what happens is professionals then be, believe that because they're great at one thing, they're pretty much great at everything. It happens in healthcare, physicians, it can happen with any, any profession. So on the one hand, you want to enjoy your success, feel confident inside that you're, you're, you become better and better at your profession. But become humble and continue with humility to understand that um, there are many things you're not good at. And regardless of what you are good at, respect those who are able to do those things that you cannot do. So humility is important, but also maintaining that inner sense of confidence and being able to say no to others. Saying no is one of the most significant things you can do when you start to experience more success. Say no to different things, opportunities It can be Consulting opportunities, it can be working with a customer that you're not comfortable with or taking on business that you don't feel comfortable taking on. So what you do then is you simply say no. And that's extremely empowering, extremely empowering. And the final thought on this concept of success, just as with the stocks, every once in a while, sit down and think of your worth. What are you worth to someone else when you work? What is your consultation worth? If it's a 10-minute phone call, if it's a one-hour with someone, what is that worth and, and the, the value that you bring to the situation? It's not the amount of time. It's the value of what you bring. And that's probably one of the most important self-discoveries I've had to go on is to look at that and say, outside of my profession as a clinician, as a business um, advisor, and sometimes as a mentor to others, I, I've decided, to, you know, I have a small group. I'll do it for absolutely free because I'm working with them and I'm helping them. But there's the majority that I will not do that for. And, and I think you need to start thinking about that. What is your worth? Just like a stock is priced relative to the demand and the um, quality, you need to do the same. So be proud of your accomplishments and practice in uh, dealing with success and talking to those around you to help you better understand how it works in your environment. I'm Dr. Henry Speck for Shrink Money Advice. I look forward to speaking with you next time. And remember, when you see the stock market going up and down or the prices of houses going up and down, take your time and think through any decisions. Also, make sure you discuss any decisions with your financial advisors. Remember, I'm not an advisor. I'm simply telling you what I'm doing in these situations. Have an amazing day. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 